Hello. Hello, everyone. My name's Sam. Very nice to meet you. Welcome back to the Pear Pod. A podcast where we... Well, I was about to say... Honestly, we, I can't say what we discuss on this podcast because it changes week to week. And it's funny because this week I was struggling for inspiration. We were actually going to discuss Machine Gun Kelly's new album and the reactions to that. But instead, there was a, a fracas, I believe. There was a little bit of... It was a physical, a physical assault. Let's call it that. And I'm not going to break down exactly what happened. You've heard it on every other podcast. What I am, what I am going to talk about is one of the reactions to the uh, to the pimp slap. Because let's not get uh, let's not get things mixed up, folks. That was a pimp slap. Different to a punch. And it um. It opens up different possibilities, and it 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 it, it um it incurs different reactions. If 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 Will had just cocked the fucker back and thrown thrown it on until Monday, broke Chris Rock's jaw, he's oh fuck man, and Chris Rock just crumples on the deck, and there's like gas. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh fuck. Because here's the thing, and these are the, the what I'd, I'd prefer to talk about is the, the mental, the, the mindset you have to be in as Will Smith to be like, yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> going to hit him. Going to hit this, the, one of the greatest comedians of all time at the Oscars. Because he laughed at the joke, which means at the moment of the joke being said, it was not in his mindset at all that I'm going to go hit Chris Rock. Which means when he looks back at his missus... Um, Megamind, and sorry, the crazy woman, the witch. He looks back at her. She's glaring. No crack. Uh, he, in that split second, has gone, okay, so now I'm angry. I need to go assault this guy. And then in his, he's gone, his, his mind's gone, analyzing opponent. Chris Rock, comedian, five foot seven. 175 pounds. Chances of victory. Boom. 95%. And he's going, ah, oh, here we go. And, oh, man. Okay, so this is the fun. One of the reactions I heard, Jocko Willink, of, of all things, Jocko Willink is commenting on this. And, of course, Jocko's take is... For me, I see Will going to him and Chris Rock is going, I'm going about to have a nice moment with this other successful, like, this other successful dude that I, like, I know through the industry. Like, nothing is about to happen. So he's just open arms, about to hug his bro. And he, so uh, I, I'm like, yeah, Chris Rock did, did exactly what any human would do. Of course, Jocko goes, Now, my opinion. Chris made the mistake. If anyone starts coming towards you, I don't care who they are, friend or foe. I'm taking my open stance and I'm turning that to a staggered stance. I'm putting one hand out to measure distance. And if he's starting to come towards me, I'm measuring that distance and adjusting accordingly. 
you know, back in the army, there was lots of slaps, you know, slaps. People would slap each other. It's a, you know, guys trying to dominate each other. You know, sometimes they'd lead to fights. You know, guys would go behind, you know, the rec center. You know, there would be fights. So, you know, these things are common. You know, it's just, you know, part of life. No, Jocko. Maybe at war. Maybe in Bangladesh. I don't know. There's no war in Bangladesh. <laughs> um, but the fact that he's like, this is Chris Rock, the guy who played a zebra in Madagascar. Okay, 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 okay. That's actually really good, Chris Rock. The guy who played Caretaker in Longest Yard. The only unathletic black man in that whole movie was Chris Rock. Okay? So forgive him for not calculating the oncoming opponent, adjusting accordingly, and, you know, attacking the lead leg. Or, you know, you know, shooting for a takedown. This is Chris Rock. The guy tells jokes. Um, what he should have done is taken his pepper spray from his tool belt. He wasn't. What do you mean he didn't have a tool belt? Almost, you know, it was the Oscars. You know, yeah, he's wearing a suit, tuxedo. So? It's a, you know, it's a tuxedo. You're not going to wear a tool belt. You're going to wear a belt. You know. Yeah, so you, you're telling me he doesn't have it. Yeah, but you, you, okay, what about his backup tool belt? Or his ankle fit? I, th- I don't think he wears, you know, lots of self-defense equipment. This is crazy. Yeah, right, Jocko, yeah. Not everyone's at war all the time, you know. You won. You're home. <laughs> you did it. America. I said at the last podcast, America. Um, but the, the thing that the other argument that's kind of come up that, that is actually very valid. People, people have said, what if... So, very realistic. If Joe Rogan wasn't so controversial right now and all that other shit, if it had been Joe Rogan, he's just a good comedian to use in this example, not because I'm just like... Oh, 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 oh. It's, that was me um, having oral sex with Joe Rogan. I was performing. Um, if, if Joe Rogan was there, you know, telling jokes, and he makes that joke, I don't care what anyone says. If, if Will Smith comes up there rushing the stage like that, Joe Rogan's going to kick the shit out of him, and that's going to be on the Oscars. So it makes it worse that he calculated, you know, the calculator, beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. That he was like, oh yeah, I can batter this fucker. And then he blames the character that he was playing, the Williams sister's father, for his loving his family too much. No, sir. No. No, sir. There was, you could have, here's what you should have done. Like, there was such an opportunity to be like, you know, he looks at him, there's going to be a laugh. And he goes, I see you inside, though. Something like that. And he could have shouted that. And that's like, ha, 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 laughs, laughs. But then the eyes, what is it like? Audio only listeners. I recognize you, but you won't see me. But I'm just making fucking steely eye contact. Just like, yeah, I'll see you inside, though. And then, you know, and do it that way. And then push him up against the wall a little bit. Push him up against the wall a little bit. You know, get your body against his in a little corner. What's up, bro? Pretty funny. G.I. Jane joke. Pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. My sister said, I don't do a good impersonation, but... Never see you again. Like, I, I see... I, there, was a, there was a potential there for Chris, Chris Rock just fucking roast him with something. But he was, you know, 
visibly and understandably a little shaken. He stood it, took it like a bastard, though. Just took it. God damn. Will Smith has smacked the shit out of me. That, that is the greatest moment in television history. Yes, it was. And it made for a beautiful opening topic for the uh, Pepard. Pepard. The other thing I want to discuss, um, well, we had a few things, I guess. Um, yeah, the fact that he, uh, he then won the Oscar, I wonder if it's tainted for him forever. I wonder if that whole thing is just going to, like, he's been waiting so long, and he's done some great flicks, man. I was thinking the other day, Men in Black's so sick, uh, I Am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, Seven Pounds, keep going, Sam. Hancock. That's shit, but yeah, that's all right. Uh, what other ones are you crying? Oh, Independence Day, sure. Uh, Fresh Prince, you know he's the Fresh Prince. Uh, I liked him in Concussion. Is that the one where he was, the CTE one? The great flick. Where he plays. Chris Water did not die. From Alzheimer's. He died from a rotten game. Football killed Chris Wells. I don't know what the guy's name was, but like, yeah, it was a good role. And now... Oh man, the Bad Boy movie is like, come on. Oh shit, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. So sorry. Um... Because, uh, you know, the stories goes... And then there's stories about his, like, his family have been given money to Scientology. And we know his wife, his wife was getting, you know, sexual, sexual stuff with his wife. I'm not going to... Look, I'm not going to comment on the guys. None of my fucking business. You know, you know, none of my fucking business. You know what I mean? God, my beaky nose keeps bumping into the microphone. Yes, your beaky nose. Mern doesn't think my nose is... Weird, but it's fucking broken and long. That's it. You know, that's the game. That's that. That's football, guys. That's all it is. And we can stay here. Get the shit kicked out of us. Or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. Now, I made every wrong decision middle-aged man can make. I pissed away all my money. Believe it or not. And I chased off anyone who ever loved me. Damn it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember the rest. Good movie. Um, also, uh, in some... Just a quick little update, little fucking sexy update. So I got a fire stick. Fire stick. I don't know if people know what that is. It's a, uh, it's basically Amazon's version of like Apple TV or whatever. But uh, apparently there's there's sneaky, sneaky side passages and dirty dealings and back back pat back back pat handing. Do you know? A little bit of you know, a few brown envelopes into the right pockets, and you can. Uh, you can get all the movies and all the live sport 
that you want. At the touch of a button. Fire stick. And um, so yeah, we invest in that. I have a shady guy on Instagram that I'm going to pay sixty of the cleanest euros to um in return for said access to said media. And that will con- conclude my life outdoors, I'd say. After I have access... Uh, well, I have to move to the new house, and after then, then that will conclude my travel, because, you know, a man's going to be in, you know, on my own, of course, or with Mern, but always... Oh, the sound of a Lamborghini going by or something? Always alone, because outside, enemies outside. My enemies. Uh, yeah, the other topic I want to discuss was... Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's new album came out. Mainstream sellout. Leave the scene. You're ruining it. Um, I wanted so much to like this album. I wanted so much. It just people who like, the brief history of my love, my love. Huh? Well, yeah, I do. I I I really love his music. Um, but my kind of time with Machine Gun Kelly, like I I really enjoyed his rap music. So Hotel Diablo, Diablo album, um, General Admission album, um, Bloom album, like those those albums I really like. Then out of the blue, uh, well, not, yeah, semi out of the blue, he drops a rock album. Tickets to my downfall. It, uh, it becomes, you know, I think it was the biggest selling rock album of the year. Which to a lot of people was uh, surprising. I think, he, like, you know, that was definitely his most successful album ever. Kind of threw him to new heights of fame. Megan, for this is, the, I would call this the Megan Fox period. And there was the, there's lots of twin flames and there's lots of star signs and there's lots of, uh, yeah, yeah, there's lots of tongue kisses and, you know, tongue kisses and, uh, you know, pinching of arses and all that. Um, but then he drops Mainstream Sellout, which is I, essentially supposed to be the follow-up album to Tickets to My Downfall, but is, in my opinion, is, is, it's just not as good. Uh, there's a couple of tunes that I like, but compared to like Tickets, which I could listen to top to bottom, and it's solid the whole way through, definitely couldn't do that with this album. That's unfortunate. I don't think it's receiving rave reviews on the web. Uh, which is shit, man. I think you'll get some fucking... It's tough, man. It must be tough as an artist when you're like, fuck, this is the thing. And then you put it out and it doesn't get received. You're like, fuck, I thought this was a thing. And it doesn't change that it's the thing. It just... And the thing shouldn't be determined about being the thing. Because of what other people's thoughts on it are. God, don't rewind that and try and make sense out of it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I gave it the because this was probably the year as well. Like, there's a he he's cut do, tour on the album, you know, and like the the there's a date right after my birthday. It's the last date of the tour in Amsterdam, which is like has SB written all over it. Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately. 
I just don't think it's very good. And uh, yeah, and I, I guess I look. This is the fucking game. Hopefully, follows up now with the uh, a rap album, which would be sick. Which is kind of I'm kind of ready for it because the guy's still got crazy bars, man. If anyone's list, if anyone's looking for tunes, uh, got like if you were like his recent rap stuff, go listen to his lockdown sessions. I guess like mixtape or like EP. Which is out on his uh, it's on Spotify has some fucking great tunes in there, but the the dude can still crack out a rapper too, which is a uh, fucking awesome man. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to see if there's any big MMA news coming up. But by the way, if if people don't, uh, if 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 people have opinions on the. Uh, the Will Smith incident, man. I'd love to fucking hear it. I, uh... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's got a... He's kind of fallen off a little bit. People have to fucking admit that. And this kind of stuff did kind of... It's 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 semi-tainted him for, you know... At least for some people. I don't, I don't know if that's a... An unfair statement or not. But... I'm trying to think of the last one that he really... Concussion, probably. It's the last movie I saw of his, so I was like, fuck, this is great. And the guy can obviously still act his fucking socks off. But he... Uh, he's let me down a little bit. He's let me down a little bit there now. But it's it's more so... Uh, it's more so fucking her, man, I think. And I think he's kind of been forced into a situation. I think it's, the, it's kind of the... Uh, it's kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back a little bit. And I think, uh, it, like, Chris Ox not pressing charges or anything, which, you know, is, is, I guess, expected. I don't know how. He's just, he's the real loser. There's no winning that. Um, you press charges, you're a prick. Well, no, you're not. You just look like, he had every right to. Guy got fucking assaulted at the Oscars. Um, but it was his, I guess, his... Uh, his decision not to, I'm sure the thing got cleared up afterwards or like they had it out or whatever. But it's just funny to see it's just taken over the news this week. Joe Rogan wasn't happy. So I'm trying to see what uh, what exciting bits of content we have coming up in terms of MMA stuff. I think... Uh, I think it's International Fight Week next in terms of the next uh, the next card. But there's got to be some stuff in between. Uh, that's kind of 273. Yeah. Oh, my. So the next one's April 10th. So, yeah, that's in nine days, folks. Okay, folks. Enough of the gay jokes. Um, I'll do a bigger breakdown on this down the line, but there's... Uh, like, all the way through. Yeah, man. Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, Mackenzie Dern. Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres is really hot. Gilbert Burns and Hamza Chimaev. Everybody. Everybody. I get everybody. That's, an, um, that's a good Hamza. He, uh, he's fighting Gilbert Burns. Man. I'm so buzzing for that fight, man. Just to see. If, if people don't know. I'm sure people do. But Hamza Chimaev is like the... Uh, he's the upcoming, not the upcoming, but yeah, he's the, he's in my opinion the most exciting MMA 
storyline this year, for sure. And 2022 will either be, will be his year, I think. I think he'll end up, he might fight for a belt by the end of the year, which is, yeah, kind of mad to say, but that's actually fucking, like, unless fucking McGregor gets back in just for a, just going straight back in for a belt. That's a piss take, though. If you can straight back in for a welterweight belt, that uh, uh, yeah. Sign very dehydrated. If he came straight straight back in and fought Kamaru for a belt, ah, uh, coming off fucking back to back losses, it'd be tough. Um, but Hamza is fighting Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is a uh, like number two welterweight in the world. Can fucking go. Obviously lost to Kamaru, but like gave him good scrap and wobbled him. And is a very accomplished wrestler and jiu-jitsu practitioner. He's like a... From what I've heard from other MMA... Uh, other MMA reporters implying that I am also one, which I'm not. Uh, he's very accomplished on the ground. So if Hamza was to beat Gilbert Burns, it, it's going to say something huge. And if he beats him convincingly, then we're like, fuck this guy's. Apparently, from what people who have seen him, Dan Hardy went to the gym and watched him and was like, yeah, this guy's the real deal. And Dan Hardy uh, is someone I very much respect. And like, you know, he's probably my favorite. An- he's he, one of my favorite analysts in the sport. And uh, his channel, Full Reptile, is sick. So, uh, I yeah, go give, that a, go give that a look if you want. But that, that, that card, man, is stacked. That, 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 that's not even the main event. That's, you know, there's two title fights after that. Oh, um, oh my God, Ian Gary is on that card. Ian, sneaking in. Jessica Rosenstrike is on that card. Mickey Gall. Jeez. Jesus fucking Christ. That is astounding alright so we've got Ian the boyo I'm gonna do I'll probably do next week's pod on Ian Gary cause you know that's my fucking dude uh, but he deserves more time than that so he is uh, he's fighting on the prelims shows how stacked the card is um, Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan are gonna go for their round two and uh I think Peter's going to fucking batter his head in, to be honest. Peter Yan's probably the next pound for pound, like, number one, if Kamara gets beaten. Because the guy, uh, the guy's serious. Beating some serious names. His boxing is so tight, he's brutal, man. Uh, just Russian militant bastard. And by militant, I mean his, uh, his fucking structure and his discipline when he fights is fucking insane. Obviously, he needs Aljamain when he is on the deck, but... I think he actually thought that he just got up and he thought he timed it. So we'll see. Um, and then top that off with Alexander Volkanovsky. And uh, man, it's so funny. I literally just watched UFC just um, put out or had put out a video on like Volkanovsky's rise to the top. And he, uh, man, his route to the title is astounding. He had. Uh, I just saw like some of the some of the names that he fought on the way up, like Aldo, uh, knocked out Mendez, Holloway beat Holloway 
fucking twice. Brian Ortega. Uh, and now he's going to beat the Korean Zombie, in my opinion. Like, Korean Zombie just fucks it all up and batters him. Very much happened, man. The Korean Zombie's tough as shit. Um, but I think that, that Ortega fight, like, could have been... Obviously, Holloway still gives him, you know, incredibly tough fights. But if he had... Um, if if he had managed to uh see now so yeah if he, like if he'd cinched in like if he'd tapped to that that uh, submission with Ortega like that were a very different story but the guy's just so fucking tough just uh, that's all just more and more credit goes to Volkanovski to be able to get through that adversity so uh yeah I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm very much, I'm, I'm very much look, looking forward to that card. Jesus, I'm going to, have to figure that out. It's going to be at God's, God's hour, probably four in the morning. Yep, four in the morning. Yep, probably won't watch that live. Probably watch it the next day. Good Jesus. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back for another week. What a, what a wacky week in terms of uh, news, but um. I hope you all have a very pleasant weekend. I would really, really appreciate if you liked the video. And that's it. Don't do anything else. Just like it. That'd be fucking so appreciated. And, um... Uh, I, I was sat up on the train, staring out the window at the rain. I heard this little lady must have felt the pain Ask her mum if the blazing sun had ever shined again I felt ashamed, felt the same, not a mother though Nah, started to laugh, got her son involved I mentioned the past like a running joke And told her without all the rain, there's no stunning growth Close, uh, to everything and nothing Picture past the honeymoon and bluffing Where the wooden spoon is only cuffing Short of the discussion, but the roots can't manoeuvre out of nothing I've been suffering these dreamy days, uh.